0: hello my friends and welcome to the new episode of nature's honor i'm your host nature chad and today i bring you a new one finally i'm happy to be back and i'm back with a big one today's guest is zinovil nick and this was an incredible talk nick is a content creator in this sphere he's been here for a while you know and he's always been this person that kind of inspired me with his faith with his determination about his faith, knowing about how is, like he was saying in the podcast, how he is always preaching about it, and this conversation will really shed the light on very important topics, the most important topics that I ever covered in this podcast. Keep listen to this with an open mind, with an open heart, because what we were what we were talking about is something that is from our own experience, something that we had to learn, and there will be nothing better for me you know that nothing would make me so happy than for you to listen to this with open heart you can take it you cannot but give it to listen incredible conversation i hope you enjoy it and i hope i will make more podcast soon the next guest fingers crossed will be someone that you've already seen here someone that is very known here in our sphere and i'm sure you enjoy it but anyways guys Thank you for uh, listening to this, thank you for considering it, and I hope you enjoy. Hello my friend, welcome Nick to the Nature's Honor podcast. This is episode 22, and I'm very honored to have you here. It's been a while, honestly, like I just said to you in private, like, we've known each other for almost more than two years, I believe now, and this is the first proper time that we can actually talk about some important things, so how are you man?
1: Yeah, very good. Thanks for having me on. I've been a long time admirer of your page. Always like the uh, positive and encouraging vibes you bring to Instagram, where there uh, often a lot of black pills being shared around. And but I always like your page because I always know you'll have some kind of positive um, outlook on on anything. Um, so it's yeah, it's good to be talking to you. And it has taken us a while to get to this one on one conversation, but I think uh, providentially we'll find out that it was the right time to do so. So yeah, thanks for having me on.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely, man. Yeah. I always appreciated uh, that you, that you, when, when we talked before, when I was said something in the group chat, you were always like, uh, you were always positive. And that, that means a lot. You know, that's what I try to do. But anyways, man, so first of all, I would like to ask you a bit about yourself. And to begin with, I, I just wondered, like, how did you even get into this sphere? Or before that, like, Talk to talk me a bit about sure, like, um, I guess kind of what what you're trying to bring to the sphere with your page and everything.
1: Sure. So um, I guess I kind of found my way on a similar way through uh, similar method to how most people do kind of uh, young guy, you know, I don't know how old I was exactly when I started it, but, you know, like early 20s, maybe about 20, whatever, mm-hmm. um, you know, into self-improvement, these kinds of things. Like a lot of people, uh, you know, finish school and get out in the world, and lots of people are miserable. Lots of things don't make sense, uh, and you're kind of left a bit confused. um, And then you, you know, you get a few red pills on things like health and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you take the self improvement pill, and you're like, oh, you know, life is kind of is what you make of it. And um, and then I'm yeah, I'm a very curious, inquisitive person. So I'm always looking for more answers for things. And, yeah, and that drove me on to um, you know, being quite a, I suppose, <laughs> if I may be so bold, a well-researched person. Um and, you know, I just wanted to share about the stuff I was learning. Um and then, you know, a few guys I think in the sphere we'd kind of met by chance in different groups. Um and so and you know how it kind of just like we're so lucky the way it just all organically took off oh yeah yeah I was a bit late to the party like I think I had a bit of imposter syndrome where I wasn't sure oh should I be posting what if I'm wrong about things but then I, I realized like no just just jump in and it was fun we had a great you know the first year or so of the sphere was really fun it was
0: <laughs> oh
1: yeah. we, we, we were probably sharing a lot of stuff that we're, like if we look back on now we might cringe a bit or think was a bit stupid but, <laughs> um, but it was fun the energy was there People were loving it, Um, and it was infectious. Like It became something I kind of wanted to do, and then it just became a passion project, and it just became something I I just loved doing. I loved meeting new guys, following new pages, getting new ideas. Um, And then, yeah, a few new people came along along the way, like Andrew, um, the Saxon Cross, and and other guys like that, um, Mm -hmm. and kind of took the, the... You know how the old energy of the sphere kind of died off a bit and now it seems to be picking up again, going in a different sort of direction. Um, I think a better direction, one that that needed to happen. But but yeah, that's my story. Like, I think I I really probably fit the bill like most guys, you know, just very curious about the world, not really content with how people were telling me to live, what to do. I'm kind of wondering, like, there's got to be more to this than than just the... Mm -hmm the basics that people tell you like so many people are sick so many people are miserable there's got to be some other other way of doing this and so yeah i think we were all on that journey together all at once
0: yep yep this is it's that's a great thing because when people realize that we are kind of all similar guys you know like not just the creators but the people listening as well we all have kind of the similar story but what i was wondering about is when when did the uh, christianity came in was it something that you were like raised in or something that you later on started to realize and practice
1: yeah so i wasn't really raised in the faith i mean i i knew a little bit about the faith um but yeah it wasn't a big part of my upbringing Mm -hmm. australia is quite a secular country it's not like croatia where there's you know christian churches and and symbols and all these sorts of things everywhere it's yeah um, yeah yeah yeah, it's a bit of a mix i would say most australians would be protestant and that was kind of there's kind of that vague protestant attitude in australia but it's just not a big part of life here um but for me personally even as a kid i was always open to the idea of the supernatural i never believed in like Mm -hmm. the kind of atheist worldview um i just didn't think all this could have happened by accident uh you know you look at the world consciousness humans relationships stories archetypes all these emotions all these amazing things that exist in the world and it's like you really want to tell me this is all by chance and it's all material you know that didn't make sense to me so I never bought into that um and as a kid I really liked um horror movies uh ghost stories all these kinds of things i found that sort of thing fascinating um because it it made life exciting you know it was i always wanted there to be more than just what met the eye and so i was always open to the idea of god but never really pursued it very much uh until i was probably about 18 19 i started uh reading a few books and and things like this and um just because I'm such a inquisitive person, I always need to know like get to the bottom of things and know the answers. Just studied it for years and um and had ups and downs with it. Like no one's faith journey is a direct, straight line. There's always moments Absolutely. of doubt, confusion, uh hang-ups on certain things, and so I certainly had that and I was probably led astray for a while and got into some more stupid beliefs about <laughs> you know, a few, like, New Age things. Um, yeah, you know so the, easy. To get yeah, the clear. guys, like, will talk. It's very easy to be tricked by that, and I think I was for mm-hmm. a while, um, but ultimately, thankfully, God led me back to him, and I became a Catholic, and, yeah, it's been, it's just been, um, since I made the decision to become Catholic, I've just, yeah, it's been a one-way street. I've absolutely loved it. I've thrown myself into it, and... Yeah, I know, I'm, I'm, I'm a preachy person, like I'm quite a <laughs> adamant person that likes to share their views. And But I, I just want people to share in the gift that I've been given. So, yeah, I, I just can't help myself in that regard. <laughs>
0: no, absolutely. I totally I totally understand that, man. man. You know, for me, it's, 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 the, it's very recent, honestly, my, my starting to believe again, because I was raised a Catholic and I went through all of the things, all of the rights and stuff like that, you know, that you need to do. Mm-hmm. But only recently, and I noticed this is a shift, as we talked in the beginning, how the, our community has kind of, you know, died down and then starting to grow again. It's been growing in a different direction, which is more uh, God-based, you know, how, that's how I can put it. Uh, yeah. It's very much so more uh, bigger and more more kind of for a bigger meaning you know bigger purpose It's not just posting about things about hacks about uh, tips it's about truly trying to you know raise the awareness of people uh, for God for bigger things so and kind of with that all of that it also clicked with me you know people like you and Arthur definitely gave me a lot of inspiration in this manner you know I, I do not know I do not think you guys realize that everything that we do influences people and it can influence each other but like true influence maybe people never say maybe people never comment maybe people never send you a message but it's all consumed and it can all get stuck in your mind and if you're posting something good then the good will spread so that's kind of what happened to me you know i had some family things that uh, i'll not talk about that kind of put me off faith but i I had this belief before that, and you will maybe some relate to this a bit, but when you start in self-improvement, uh, it's very easy to start thinking that you are capable of everything by yourself. You get into this mindset that, okay, I got myself out of the rut. I, I did this, I did that. You know, you, you do not now search for a, a bigger thing, bigger God. Yeah. You, don't, you don't need those things because you're like, oh, I did this all by myself. And then you, you even start doing things out of spite, like, well, I do not need any like external help. I do not need any of that. I will do this by myself. But it comes. It, it goes well until it doesn't go well, pretty much. Yeah. There comes a point where it all breaks and you're left literally naked. And the systems that you did before do not work anymore. And you try, okay, I'm going to start. No, <laughs> it doesn't go that way again. And then people either go completely like, uh, not insane, but they lose any motivation, they lose any discipline, or they can start turning to God and realize that He was there all along. And Mm -hmm. that instead of trying to be this big guy, you start to humble yourself, you start to get down on your knees and say, I'm not in control. And the beautiful thing that happens afterwards is not only... Not only are you good again but you're the stronger than you ever could be. you're not this humble now you're not just the, this guy that's you know just head down and praying you actually have power of God that that he wants you to have that he wants you wanted you to have all this time but you were too stubborn to realize and this is this when this realization happened to me you know it, it was most eye-opening thing because it, it, it's all it all seemed like oh my god it, it's really that. Simple kind of, you know, it's, it's simple in the sense that there are no, there's not too much thinking about it. It's difficult for sure. It's so difficult to stay in faith, but it is not, it's, it's not complex, you know. Mm. And then I started reading the Bible. Then I started, you know, praying more. I ex- experienced magical things with prayer. Like I can say this, that prayer is real. Prayer is absolutely amazing and stuff like that. And then I just kept kept going. And as you said, I had so many difficult periods where I was almost done not doing anything. I would lose faith. I would, it kept testing me, you know, kept testing me. But I kept trying to return to it. Even though everything in my mind was telling me, why are you doing this? This is all, you know, fake. Why are you trying to do this and that? Like you're convincing yourself of this, you know. But even though I ignored these voices. I ignored these voices and kept going. And and with that time of, of trying... I start to realize a lot of things about the world, and that's, those are the things that I actually want to talk to you about today. Because I feel like you're, you're someone that is, like you said, constantly preaching about Catholic, uh, Catholic stuff and pe- about God. And I think you're a person that actually is, like you said, you're a curious guy. You actually go deep into these things, and you can uh, provide good insight. Because my thoughts are just my thoughts. And I'm sure that you can find find something like to say, okay, yes, that's that's because it literally says that in the Bible, you know. But for me, it's all, all like new. So, I wanted to ask you about this first. So now that you heard a little bit about my story, so, mm-hmm. <coughs> so the thing about we can we can add on to what you said about the new age. So the thing about new age and stuff like that and. The, And and in general, about thinking about the world. Obviously, if you're a smarter person, you will think about the world, how everything works, how everything was created. And some of the thoughts are, well, obviously, we are just, you know, in three dimensions. We are just in this little world. There should be something more, right? There should be something that we are not able to reach. And thinking like this, you can very easily discard Christianity. To just say it's a story of the earth, you know, it's just... little story there's something bigger (laughs) and uh, yeah and first let me ask you have you any have you experienced something like this before like when you were just thinking about the world like oh there must be something you know it's not that simple
1: oh yeah for sure like like i said when i was growing up i was always i was always sold that there was more than what just met the eye uh there had to (laughs) be a some kind of uh spiritual underpinning to things and you know, I'd been raised in a secular society, so a lot of people around me, you know, people didn't really um believe in God, but I noticed that a lot of them were big into like well, not big into, but they kind of liked the other religions like Buddhism and things like that. Yeah. And um you know, I was like, Oh, Buddhism's so amazing, oh it's so spiritual and all this sort of stuff, but oh Christianity, <laughs> that's no, we don't do that. Um uh, yeah, and a lot of people are very familiar with that, and I kind of didn't know what to think of it. Um, but I looked into Buddhism. You know, I do Buddhist meditations and all these kinds of things, and I read some Buddhist texts and things. And like, you know, they're quite nice. They um, you feel good afterwards, but uh, it ultimately felt like a bit of a cope for me because Buddhism's <laughs> yeah. the idea that like all life is suffering, and instead of uh, what Christianity tells you which is where you you use your suffering to grow in virtue and grow towards God you know you learn the virtues through your sufferings. Buddhism just kind of tells you if you just mellow out and don't feel anything you won't have to suffer and it's mm. like but then yeah. just like what's the point in living you know uh, it doesn't <laughs> make sense like wh- why are we on earth if we're just supposed to shut our eyes and breathe through our nose for hours and hours and hours a day like It just seems like it doesn't make sense why we'd be here. Uh, The Christian worldview made perfect sense to me, though. The more I learned about it, the more I was interested in it. Um, But at the same time, I still kind of thought that I could be my own God a little bit. And I wanted to do Hmm. like Christianity, but also like learn about astrology or things like this, like um, all (laughs) that sort of all that sort of thing. I thought I could do that and as, you know you mentioned Arthur he's another guy who's really started taking his faith very seriously in recent years you know we had a podcast together and we look back on it now and we just laugh at, at the sort of dumb stuff we were saying seriously <laughs> it's so bad um no one go listen to it because we were we were saying stupid things I gotta really? tell him to get rid of it because someone will probably listen to it you'll <laughs> think that um and then we both like him, him and I are both like in such a Pretty much the same time we both just clicked in our heads and we're like oh wait no it's not us we don't get to decide mm-hmm. the rules god decides the rules and we follow what yeah. he wants us to do but we were made for him like saint augustine has this uh really famous line which is wonderful he says uh you made us for you O lord and our heart is restless until it rests in you And we've got to understand that god made us for him so when we do things for Him, yep. it inadvertently actually benefits us more than us doing stuff for ourselves, you know? And once, once that clicks, that's a hard leap of faith to make, but once you, you do it and you you see what it's like, you, you really understand that uh, serving God, the best thing you can do to benefit yourself is to serve God and do what He wants for you because His will is perfect. He doesn't make mistakes, right? And even if you can't see uh why he's putting you through some pain or some hardship you will always understand that it will work out for the better for you you know
0: absolutely man and this there's something like what you said that um, i feel like the world is not meant to be understood necessarily by us and i feel like god gave us a blueprint and because of his love towards us he was like literally okay You need to do this and that and you will be more content, you will be saved. And I feel like this is done for reasons that we should not need to necessarily understand (laughs) because I think God wanted us to make it more simple so so it's easier for us because this is what I want to say, even though there truly might be something about everything you know about above the mentions of all of these crazy things that people talk about that shouldn't matter to us because it is not something that we can comprehend and and there the, there are things in this world that are just like even the rules they're pretty much like uh, the way it was designed and the way this world was designed is that there is good and evil there is god there's devil and there's the constant battle. And God gave us a choice. We either go and follow His path or we can, do, we can go towards the other path. That's, that's our choosing. That's the most beautiful thing. But the way I'm trying to put it is, the world really started to make sense to me when I realized that <laughs> it, it truly is that. It can be that simple. It truly is that way because this is the way our world was designed. That is our God. This is the world. Nothing else matters to us because this is how the, the the things are set up here. You know, we can we can ponder about many things, but it's those like simple rules that are just operating in this world that we are living in, and that is the good, that is the evil, that is you know, following the path. And this is kind of hard to put into words, but when I realized this, it was it was kind of a relief because I am also a person who likes to think about these things, but. Then I realized, okay, that can exist. I do not care, but what I need to know is that God literally came here. <laughs> he 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 died for our sins. He told us, okay, you if you want to live a good life, you know, love thy neighbor, uh, but what is it? like uh, don't don't cast rocks, you know, if you're if you're not stuff like that. That you yeah. know? He, he gave us-, us a really beautiful blueprint, but we humans, of course think we are smarter and think there's always something like more and more and even if there is why care when literal God the person that not person but the entity that created you the the, the everything literally told you he made the sun he told you okay (laughs) I love you this is what you need to do and it's so it's so crazy because it, it seems like a story but it's not a story because you know how I know that it's not a story because I know the true evil exists and I know that you get rewarded, you get, not rewarded necessarily, but you get this gut feeling that you are on the right path. Even though sometimes it's hard. And, and, it's, and the third thing that I know is the correct thing is when you dedicate yourself to be, to not sin as much, to be full of the God, you are getting even the worst, you're getting the most tested ever in your life. You know, you're getting the urges, you're getting the attacks. You're getting all of these things because you made the promise to god that you're going to do better so that's how i know the evil doesn't want you to do that so with these like simple things everything started making sense to me yeah it's exactly
1: right especially with that last bit there like this is why you know there are preachers who preach what's called the prosperity gospel where they say like if you believe in jesus you'll get the raise you get the big house things like that that's not how it works often <laughs> yeah you will suffer a lot more but not always, I don't want to scare people off, but it's it's a good kind of suffering. It's a good kind of hardship. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, and, and it's done to test you and to make you grow because everyone can love their neighbor when their neighbor loves them and when they're in a good mood, you know. Mm-hmm. But can you love your neighbor when he's annoying you? Can you still love your wife when she's irritating you or doing this or that? can you still be charitable even when you don't have quite as much money as you want to you know all these kinds of things can you still be patient with someone even when you're frustrated because that's where the real virtue comes from can you can you perform these virtues even when when the things are stacked against you because it's easy when everything's going well when everything's going well we can always be nice and friendly you know but uh it's the ability to resist the temptations to do the wrong things but you you always come out of it feeling better and knowing it was the right thing to have done even if there was some kind of personal cost attached at the time and that's how you know you're mm-hmm. on the right track because like a lot of these people are like really into things like manifestation and all that they get, yeah, we'll get into the material the later later. Later. We'll get into still miserable, you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there are lots of people who are very rich and miserable and that's their, their, their heart who, that wants to be aligned with God, telling them you're looking for happiness in the wrong places. Now, it's not a question of no one saying that material things are evil, but a disordered attachment to them above all else is not going to make you happy. And C.S. Lewis says, you know, the whole history of man can be summed up as men looking for things other than God to make them happy. And I would add to that, it can be summed up as, as, yeah, I I would add that it can be summed up as men trying to find something other than God to make them happy and failing at it, because that's ultimately what happens. Um, uh, That's why humility is such a virtue. Only when we're humble can we see God, when we're prideful, we're full of ourselves, we think we're the best. Like you said earlier on, you know, Mm -hmm. you, you you get a few wins in your life and then all of a sudden you think you can do everything. And you're never going to look at god when you when you think you can do everything um and so that's mm-hmm. why he often brings people down strikes them down a notch to uh you know bring them back down to earth and make them realize that hey we can't actually do everything for ourselves we do need help you know
0: yep yep and uh, you know what something it's something, something that, that i just popped in me. my mind is i think because i walk this, this line Right now, what I'm writing, what I'm doing, I wrote this line about, not, not about, but I'm in between self-improvement and in between, you know, God and stuff like that. And I understand the perspective of people who maybe get turned off by these things, you know, get scared off when talking about God. So I always try to strike a balance because people can then more easily understand and then easily get into these things that I talk about. So... I think we should maybe break some misconceptions about these things. For example, example with, with for, for example, example, self-improvement and uh, faith in God is very interconnected. That's what people don't realize. It's not <laughs> either this or that. It's not either that you are completely humble, you know, down to earth, or that you are like this improver and person that has <clears throat> indestructible mindset. It's all very similar. And for example, one one thing that I can say is that there's no greater accountability, as they say, than God. There's no greater accountability. You can have friends, you can have your purpose, but when God is at your at, when the God is at top, you are so much more accountable because you know what you need to do and you know for what reason to, to do it. For example, <laughs> it's a funny funny example, but now that I'm preparing for a race, you know, for uh, running a 5K charity race, and one of the things that i say mentally to myself right now before it would be like i I, i'm the best i can do this for now i say if god suffered for me i can suffer through this a bit you know something like that. and and this is so much stronger like motivation than anything else but this this is just just one example example. in anything like when when it comes to sinning, when it comes to urges stuff like that it's so much more powerful when you know that god loves you and god doesn't want you to do this and, and and especially when, when you know, know that, that this is the devil that is trying to bring you down, like yeah, let him suffer, let me feed, you know. Mm-hmm. You understand this grand battle. You start realize that oh my God, this is not so. This is not just about me, you know. But again, it is all interconnected because we can talk about no fat, we can talk about you know journaling, meditating. We can talk about all of these things, but everything is already present in our religion. Mm-hmm. Meditating, it is being in silence, you know, mm-hmm. maybe even repeating the prayers. Um, you know, journaling, you can, you can journal, of course, people, especially priests, journal, you know. Reading, we always try to study the scriptures, you know. Um,
1: what else, like
0: obviously, things like uh, removing the like nofap, uh, the addictions, mm-hmm. this is the core, also about our faith, because we are trying to be. Uh, we're not trying to be like God, we're just trying to be
1: serve, uh, serving to Him because we know that is the good thing for us, you know? This is sometimes what I want to say. The reason why we serve
0: God is obviously uh, is, is because He knows that by serving Him it will make us feel better and, and good. That, that's the most funny thing. He doesn't need us. Mm-hmm. But He but He loves us and He gave us the option to make us feel good. It's not, it's not this person that is feeding off of our prayers, (laughs) necessarily, you know. It is going into the good and evil thing, but it is not because because we pray that God is like, yes, yes, my God, no. He wants us to do this because He knows that ultimately He created us to feel stronger and better when we do it. And it's simple as that. But, yeah, what do you have to say about this, like the mix between improvement and faith? Because I feel like it's the same thing but one is self-centered and one is centered about God, which is obviously much better because we are designed to have, to need to have a higher meaning. Yeah, you're
1: exactly right. And look, you can improve a bit on your own. Like God does infuse natural graces and virtues into us that maybe we're not aware that we're consciously participating with him, but we can do some Mm. things, you know, by our own free will. Um, we we do rely on grace, whether we know it or not, to be virtuous. but it is possible to have some kind of degree of agency. But the the ironic thing about like self-improvement is that, you know it's all about the self. It's all focused about you, you being strong, you controlling your mind this and that. But the irony is you actually have to completely let go of yourself and trust that God will, let's say improve you because if you have that humility, um, to not be caught constantly bogged down in vices, that's when you can actually ascend, you know. Like, if you want to be charitable, you can't be greedy, right? But it's tempting to be greedy. We want to keep our own things. We don't necessarily want to give to others or help others. Um, but it's only through that lack of greed and that we that humility we get before God, that we we love our neighbor and then we kind of, you know, feel a little less greedy because we love our neighbors ourselves, that then we can start to practice the virtue of charity. And so it's ironic that you're actually going to improve a lot more when you rely on God's graces than if you rely on yourself. Um, That's the ironic thing. Like you read the lives of the saints. These were amazing people. These people had patience like you wouldn't believe, humility Mm -hmm. like you wouldn't believe, courage, fortitude like you wouldn't believe. You know, they were the strongest most disciplined people but they weren't into self-improvement there was no self-improvement acts it was all just putting themselves in the hand of god and saying do what is best for me lord like and i'll just keep saying yes to you it's a very yeah, yeah. simple concept but it's very hard to do it's difficult to do but it's simple you just have to say yes to god and, and cooperate with his graces and there'll be more benefits uh for you, than than you would ever get by just relying yeah. on on hacks, you know.
0: The thing that I talk about in, with my followers is that even just dedicating yourself to like a bigger thing, like maybe building a career and stuff like that, will automatically improve you without trying to improve. You know, you need to be this disciplined person. So the way I, in general, starts to view self improvement nowadays is the. It's just the way you live, you know, the way you are, your mindset is working because every habit pretty much turns into a mindset thing and you learn to operate your mind, you know. Obviously, if you can be strong without constantly doing your routines, then that means you actually change. You're not reliant on those things that you do. And that's, that's just like the, about career, but when you take it to the next level, to God, then, then like you said. It's even much more you're much more stronger, you're much more better. And I I constantly now I'm constantly now thinking about you know how people that are not believing will say about this. They will say about this, but but this is all you know just in our head, stuff like that, you know. We are just imagining things, but I'm we are telling you from our own experiences that I I was like that. Like I was I was so much believing in myself and I Constantly kept saying to people, I do not need anything, you know, I, I built everything on my on my own, and then sooner or later it all comes crashing down. So honestly, for you listening to this, like from my heart, I'm telling you, try to read a bit about these things and see how what happens when you just say, Okay, I am not in control. I am not in control. For a moment, say I'm not in control and let God carry you. When you when you finally, when you finally remove that uh, like uh, like a pretty, like a arrow from your heart pretty much, how much easier can you breathe afterwards? You know how beautiful that feeling is, because it you do not you don't even realize how much of a burden you're carrying, and you think that it's all about you. you no, know? but something that I want to add on to this, and it's interesting that you said like in the beginning of it of your talk you said about something that god does instill virtues in us that we might not be aware that it's from him mm-hmm. Now, this is something that i was struggling with a lot before like recently and that is the balance between having the strong strong mindset and self belief and being humble being you know believing that everything's from god i was like how can i because for example for for me a lot of my success be it in training, be it in the things that I do, come from mindset. Like my mindset is my strongest uh, weapon. Mm-hmm. Like God. I, I have so much belief that I'm not gonna fail or that I'm gonna do something. That is just—it's almost ignorance. Yeah. And, and it got me to a lot of things. But and then I was like, "But how can I be like this?" And you know, surrender myself to God. This was a big dilemma, and I realized that, like you said, God did this for me already. You know, He gave me the option to have this mindset but it's just the matter of the direction that I'm taking it do I know that it's it is from God and then I am humble for it I'm grateful for it I appreciate it or I think oh, this is all me I am the one who has this mindset this was the biggest shift for me you know because I, I couldn't I just couldn't for a moment um, push myself hard in anything that I was doing because I was like I was like I'm being too egocentrical you know it was very difficult at first to find this balance, you know. And especially like a lot of people also say that they become a bit of a different person when they convert. Because they're like more calm. They, they do not, cannot find that intensity. But then I realized that, okay, if you follow the Word of God, if you try to not indulge in sin, and then you use the gifts that God gave you, then you become this ultimate being, you know. Because you combine the physical, you combine the mentally, you combine the... The, your spirit into this great thing, you know? So yeah. this is, again, going towards the self-improvement and the God and everything, that it's all interconnected. It's not something that you can separate.
1: Yeah, and so this is the thing. Like, I think, I remember, I think I probably had similar thoughts to you once upon a time where you do accomplish things, you go, well, I'm accomplishing this, where, where's, where's God in this? But you were right in noticing, like, so you, for example, like you said, you have a really strong will and you're determined to make things happen, and you believe in your, yourself, you believe you can do them, and then you accomplish them. But what is that virtue there? That's the virtue of fortitude, so the determination. And that's a a virtue that can be developed through the grace of God, but that, that's a, a, one of the four cardinal virtues. And now some people are lucky, and they get uh, certain virtues come to them more easily, but these are gifts from God. So you, for example, might have been gifted... Uh, a greater fortitude than most fortitude might come more easily to you than most people right Mm -hmm. and the same way it could work the other way as well you might struggle with a particular vice more than some people like some people have a lot of uh they can't they struggle really struggle fasting for example they just they love to be gluttonous they love to be greedy um some people can fast quite easily and you know all these things so we we have different gifts and it reminds me a bit of um i just got it up while you were well you were saying that uh, King Saint Louis the Ninth, who was king of France in in I think mm-hmm. the thirteenth century, a great Catholic monarch and a saint, and he said he he wrote a letter to his son, which you can you can read online, but there's this one passage mm-hmm. which is quite um, quite well known. he says, "If our Lord sends you any prosperity, either health of body, or other things that you ought to thank him humbly for it, and you ought to be careful that you are not worse for it." either through pride or anything else for it is a very great sin to fight against our Lord with with his gifts. So he's saying there, like, mm-hmm. you know, God will, will grace you with certain gifts. Um, but that's not you don't be prideful thinking you earned that you didn't earn that. All right. you you'd be grateful for it. You don't fight against him. Okay. Like we thank him for, for the prosperity he gives us. Um, and that's why that's a key distinction i think a lot of people don't understand um but it's a it's an important one to understand because even when you think god's not doing the work in your life he is still the one doing the work
0: mm. exactly exactly and you you can be you are the one who decides to accept this to be aware of this or just you know to ignore it and go the other way because god never wants you to to fail you know necessarily he does not like okay you are not using my kids then i'm going to you know He's like, it's your free will, man. It's like it's your choice, you no? Know, you and you will be, be feel better and stronger if you decide to, you know, you, to see this and understand this. Um, it's rare that you know it, it. really happens when God is. It's rare that hap- let me put it like this. It's, it's uh, not common for God to be like, ah, oh, I'll strike you down because like this and that. He he doesn't do this because he wants you to have the free will. You know, he wants you to come to him. Uh, naturally you no know? not by his it's doing because it, 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 it would defeat dep- dep- the whole, whole purpose of our, our faith you know? know yes and and what i wanted to say is uh it's completely got off my mind but uh, let, let's let, let's put it like this so uh, i wanted to talk also about something that is uh, in line with this and that is about you know we've mentioned before it is about manifestation and things like that, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's a very interesting thing because manifestation, low abstraction, it works. Why, Why it works? works? Well, this is what I think. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can get material things, and you can and you can manifest them, or you even success. You can manifest this, um, but notice how. Everything that you manifest is exactly what you want. (laughs) It is not something that God has put a path to you to follow or something that he, you know, called you upon. No, this is something that you want. So it comes from the self. And not only that, but it is an easier path because it completely removes the talk about commitment, about discipline, about being humble, about being, you know, about even suffering. It removes that talk. It's all about you talking it into the existence and attracting it. And you know what I realized? Well, it is the devil gifting you. It is the devil fooling you. It is the biggest foolery that is happening right now in the world within this new age thing. Yeah, You think you, you found the perfect answer that you are the God, that we are all God, you know? And then only after a while when it all, you know, crumbles down, you're like, oh, my God. It's too late, even, for some people, you know. I'll give one example. A lot of these artists, modern artists, they speak a lot about manifestation and stuff like that, you know. And And what's what's interesting, after a few years, unfortunately, most of them end up either dead or they turn into a Satanist, you know, or they turn into gay or something like that. (laughs) It is a very interesting uh, phenomenon that I observed. Most those that talk about these things, they do get success... But they are—they are soulless. They are, you know, dead in the eyes, or they're literally passed away, unfortunately. So it's—it's it's incredible. It's literally the story that you hear about all the time. You know, like getting lured in, but now it's actually happening, and it's, it can be observed how this lie can fool people. How can this shining, you know, gold can blind them.
1: Yeah, it's—it's it's certainly so. Satan is the prince of this world, right? He. Um he has he only has the dominion god lets him have dominion uh, the amount of dominion that god grants him but he has a lot of power in this world and he even tempts jesus and the gospel with with power and so ultimately what does satan want out of somebody he wants their soul he wants them with him in hell suffering for all eternity so mm-hmm. there's a there's a quite a well-known saying that you can't make hell look attractive because it's just it's pain that exists beyond anything in this world and it's for all eternity you can't make that look good you can't make anyone want to go there so all you do is make the road the path to hell look attractive and so satan and his minions they do have power in this world they can make things happen for you and so what Satan wants is you to come to him and he'll bribe you with anything. Oh, you can manifest money through me. You can manifest fame through me. You know, you can hurt your enemies through anything you want. I can give you because ultimately he doesn't care. What's what's money to Satan doesn't exist. It's just some made up thing humans came up with, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, sure. You can have money. I don't care, but I want your soul. That's all I want, you know, and I'll Mm -hmm. keep giving you Mm -hmm. everything you think you want. You just keep coming to me, you know? Don't worry about God. He's look at all these these Christians. Look at these these nuns. You know they live lives of poverty. they're, they're not allowed to have sex. All these things. Like, oh, how miserable! That's so miserable. Yeah, come yeah. to me. You can have money, fame, girls, everything over here. But then at the end of your life, your soul, when you when you're on your judgment, God said, "Well, you you didn't come to me. You chose Satan over me. Like, you have chosen to to go to hell and to be separate from me. And so that's where." the poor souls that fall for this end up for all eternity and it Mm. sounds brutal and it is brutal. Uh, you know, this isn't, we're not playing around here. Like this is, this is serious, but Satan just, you know how they're saying misery loves company. You know, miserable people Mm. want everyone to be just as miserable as them. Satan is the epitome of that. You know, I want everyone down here suffering with me. Like I suffer. um, and I can just, I'm going to tempt them any which way I can, you know? Uh, and so that, so that's really what the, the, the game is. And, you know, you can, you can be lucky enough to achieve earthly success while still, um, firmly believing in God. You're not signing yourself up Mm -hmm. for a life of poverty and hardship, but there will be some forms of hardship because without it, we don't grow. Um, and all your sufferings will be for the better. You know, if you ever meet, uh, nuns monks people that live have consecrated themselves to god and live the religious life they're the happiest people in the world like you never see them uh they don't stop smiling you know um they're always Mm -hmm. happy to see you especially if you if you develop a bit of a relationship with a couple of them they're happy to see you they're they're such like just lovely happy you can feel they're like you know you know how the new age people they talk about like vibrations and stuff and energy Mm. and things it's like you get so much stronger energy from these people than the the girls who have
0: their crystals, you know, like, which is ironic. (laughs) And I was put off by that before, you know, I was put off by that. I was like, these guys are crazy, you know, they're always, you know, smiling, calm. Like, I thought they were like, literally like brainwashed, but they're actually experiencing the most bliss, like happiness that one can experience, you know? Yeah. It's definitely right.
1: Yeah, and that's the ironic thing as well. They're happier than the people that are, are made rich by, you know, doing deals with the devil, so to speak um and you know what's a few decades of prosperity and fame for an eternity in hell you know the, these mm. things just aren't worth it we you know we know the right decision don't don't be tempted by the, the temporal because it's it's yeah. temporary
0: and, and when you think about that, this if in life you want to be i guess happier you could say or maybe content that doesn't mean that there is a spot to that necessarily what you think now would make you happy doesn't necessarily need to be true because if you are happy for example if you like you said you can be lucky to have great things but if you are happy and you don't have great things then does do the great things even matter then <laughs> they do not you know so we need to detach ourselves from this from this uh, image of what makes a person happy or successful in life you know and this and is the thing yeah. Sorry to interrupt, but all these, these
1: money and, and possessions, the only reason we want those is because we think they'll make us happy. And they might. Mm-hmm. So we've got the same end goal here. We just want to be happy. Uh, yeah. and, and But you don't necessarily need those things to be happy. And, and a lot of the time, the happiest people are the ones without that, you know? I
0: agree. I agree, absolutely. And yes, I just remembered. But I actually want to say, it, it obviously goes, goes into this conversation yes, as well. <laughs> you, saw, you talked about, you know, how we are also gifted, or not gifted, but given problems by God. I, I believe, believe this, is to be, this to be true, and He gave us these problems in order for us to become the person that we He, he designed us to be, pretty much. For example, if you, if for someone listening to this, and I can definitely read this, have some vice that is a big problem for you, you know, hard. Harder than most people, it seems like. Mm-hmm. Instead of constantly dreading it and resisting it, I feel like this has been also a gift from God to teach you a lesson that you need in order to go forward in life. Like, for example, this is not a vice for me, but for example, something that, you know, for, for me, it was the whole, the scars that I have all my all over my body, you know. Mm-hmm. For example, for, instead of like feeling, blaming God in life for making me this way, I feel like He... On purpose gave me this because he knew this is what I was going to do later on. I was going to turn it something positive and spreading uh, and try to spread this message. And the same thing is with my like other things that I'm struggling with mentally. I feel like if I didn't have them, then it would be <laughs> kind of too easy, you know what I mean? Like, like it would yeah. be too too, too, Like, I wouldn't suffer for the good reasons, I would just be like, Yeah, yeah, do this or that but I feel like I can gain a lot of strength from fighting this this evil you know mm-hmm. and also to add on, on what you said before like about you know priests being the happy and stuff like that even though they are happy like that i feel like they experience the most attacks by the by the devil because they are the most pure yeah and mm-hmm. but but when you but when you look at it like that it's actually empowering because <laughs> It's not that you're now fighting just the the like the physical or mental you know problems. You're fighting the devil And And that that is actually for me. It's it's like encouraging I know that I am on the good side and I know that I want to beat him You know, and I know for example, but just by us saying these things (laughs) we might have the more difficulties, you know, because Obviously, this is real. Everything is real, but okay because we, we believe in God, and we believe in good, and we know that it's the right path. So honestly, yeah, what I was just saying, understanding all of these things makes life better. It's simple as that. And that's what my message was always about, you know, trying to better people, trying to empower them. So this is why this podcast is even being made. I want people to be, be better, better, you know?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and so with the, with the affliction thing, like everyone has a story um of something that was really hard something that broke them down something that's you know made them grow up and turn from a boy into a man you know and if you don't have that story yet you probably will one day but these Mm -hmm. things are always for our own benefit because if we didn't have them we we would just become increasingly lazy and increasingly soft like you you talk about your your struggle with uh you know eczema acne or whatever um Mm -hmm. but that taught you so much about health you know Uh, think of the benefits of health you're going to have for your life because you learned so much through that struggle, Mm -hmm. you know, Uh, a lot of these, so you, you understand that these things are always for our benefit. And like, you know, for example, there's a lot of evil in the world right now and people say, Oh, why would a good God allow this evil? And it's like, well, (laughs) we stop listening to him and then the world gets worse and then the world gets worse. And then we realize, Oh, whoops, we should have been listening to him this whole time. So, you know, guys like you and me, who didn't take our faith seriously enough, we see the evil in the world, we see the problems in the world, and we go, oh, no, we need to start taking our faith seriously. You know, back mm. when they didn't have these problems was when they were listening to God. Um,
0: yeah. You know, people don't... I mean, it's honestly a bit scary, right? It's honestly a bit scary how the world has fallen down, honestly. we 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 try not to talk about this, you know, and we comment on these things, but when you look at it objectively, it. It's, i think it has never been worse in terms of godlessness you know like yeah we' being with it, it's actually horrible and you you don't realize how everything is actually rooting from God you know like or from devil actually in this case you know how everything is rooted from that and how he kind of i wouldn't I would never say he took control but he he is the one that's winning right now unfortunately you know that's why we are talking about this and trying you know to Hope, to make just lives, to make people happier, that's that's at the end of the day true.
1: Yeah, so we can talk about, so the devil, I know you maybe you didn't mean to phrase it like this, but the devil is never winning against God, because the yeah. devil only has the power that God allows him to have in any one moment. God, if he wanted to, could snap his fingers, the devil could be completely constrained right yeah, now, yeah, yeah. and we could have an amazing society tomorrow, right? But he's not going to do that. He allows the bad things to happen to teach us a lesson, to wake us up, right? Um, and we have warnings about this. You know, in the Catholic Church, we we believe in in private revelation. Um, we don't believe all private revelation. Many of them are false. Uh, people are just making things up. But there are some that are approved by the church. There are four apparitions of of Mary that have been approved by the church. And they're always warning, saying, you know, if you keep up with this evil, things are going to get worse. There was a really famous one called Our Lady of Fatima, uh, which happened in mm. 1917. It was when um, Our Lady Mary appeared to these peasant children in Portugal and told them of the evils of the world to come if man didn't turn back to God. And, you know, we can get into that later or whatever if you want. But um, ultimately, the people didn't really heed the warning. And then World War One happened, World War II you know, all these these awful things happened and we had this this godless um, century. And but you know what? The reason God allows that is because people like me and you now come back to the faith. We look at things, the world's getting worse, the world's getting, you know, more and more evil, more and more horrible. We go, well, how do we get out of this? Oh, we have to turn back to God. And you see this story over and over again in the Old Testament where the Israelites were, um, when they were, uh, when, you know, things were tough, they, were, they leaned on God, they went to God, they prayed, they sacrificed for him, they were righteous, and he rewarded them, right? He rewarded them. Uh, yeah, you've done the right mm-hmm. thing. Now, obviously, we know that when you follow me, you get the the blessings and the benefits that you, that you earn. Um, yeah, he graces us with them. And then they get prosperous, they get rich, they get comfortable, and then they go, oh, we don't need God. And they stop praying, and they <laughs> start sinning, and they start fornicating, all these things. And then God goes, all right, you know, I'm going to have to make you turn turn back to me some way. And he makes things tough again. And, you know, maybe um, the Assyrians come from the north to invade, or all these kinds of things, all these bad things happen. And people realize again, oh, this happened because we turned away from God. And humans are just always in that cycle. It's always, mm. you know, it's the hard time, you know, the, the, that cliche, yeah, like yeah, yeah, hard yeah. times, great strong men, all that. It's that cycle, right? Mm-hmm. And, and so the chastisement that we're going through right now, it's it sucks and it's easy to get black pilled and, and wish you were living in a better time or oh, why is it every day, you know, there's some horrible thing happening, this and that. Yeah ugly buildings that get built everywhere, ugly art, this, you know, this just all this sort of thing, but it's like, that's, this is necessary and you can play your part in ending that by being righteous, by coming back to God, by doing what he wants you to do, you know, going to confession, going to mass, saying your prayers, practicing virtue, practicing charity, all these Mm. things. This is how we get out of this mess, you know? And so it's empowering in in a
0: sense that that's that i agree i actually agree as well like uh, is, it, it is it is i guess especially for us men you know it's kind of it gives us more of purpose you not know, to keep fighting mm. and, and what you what you said and i just want to repeat it again for the audience is that you should pray even harder and stronger better when you are actually feeling good you should be even more thankful for pray the times are good and not just rely on god like some Call you know for like ah oh, I'm bad again help me out you know yeah it, 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 it is something that must be man- maintained all of the time and appreciated for like if you're healthy today if you have if your family is healthy if you are stable financially if you are you know not injured stuff like that don't stop thanking God literally don't stop it it is it is the most wonderful thing for yeah yourself. Thanksgiving is so yeah man, man. yeah Abs- absolutely absolutely so I wanted to. Because I think although we could talk for hours, I, I unfortunately don't have that much time. So I just wanted to ask you about this for, for our followers, for our viewers. Um, what are some things, for example, someone that is not necessarily religious something like that, what are some things that uh, they should first start doing, like how to get introduced into all of these things?
1: Well so I'll say this, if you have trouble believing, that's that's common most people they have been told their whole life these things are fake blah blah blah. yeah sure you 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 might have some trouble believing and that's okay first thing you got to do is understand this we have two sides of our brain the left and the right side and i think i might get this the wrong way around but i think the left side is the the rational side of the brain the the problem solving the logical side of the brain Mm -hmm. and the right side is the emotional side of the brain Now, what people often do when they try to prove to themselves God exists is they only use one method, one side of the brain. Now, they'll read a book on maybe uh, that talks about the historicity of Jesus, how he rose from the dead, all the proofs that this happened, all the historical accounts that say it happened. And they'll go, wow, yeah, you know, it it seems that that is true, but they still struggle to believe it. Why? Because the emotional Mm -hmm. side of their brain is still attached to not wanting to believe and it hasn't been fed. Some people, they pray. They like to feel this love from God, but deep down they think, "Oh, well, it could be anything. It could be the universe. It could be all this other stuff." Mm. And they and they just attach to the emotional side, but the logical side isn't convinced. You got to understand that you need to satisfy both sides of your brain. So I would read a book on um, that, that proves the the faith. This is called apologetics. So someone. Uh, makes a case for why the faith is true why god is real why christianity is the real faith uh, these kinds of things and books like that could be the case for jesus by brant petrie uh, the case for christ by lee strobel um there are lots of of, of books like that um, the, a lot of the case for the case for well i think it's called the case <laughs> for catholicism or why we're catholic by trent Horn these people are really good you can look up debates with william lane craig on youtube and these provide all like the logical rational reasons but then you have to turn to prayer as well and you have to you know you if you're not a believer you probably don't love god but you gotta you know say to him you know let me love you help me to love you Mm. help me to grow closer to you and he will answer your prayer you know the Jesus says, you know, knock and it shall be open, ask and you shall receive. If you ask for the gift of faith, mm. it'll be given to you. God's never going to reject you asking to to come closer to him. So we'll do that. Um, pray, learn some devotions, you know, go into, in the Catholic churches, we have the Eucharist, which is the real presence of God. And when you walk into a Catholic church, you are surrounded with the real presence of God um, and sit there and and pray and meditate and talk to God and and things will become more clear uh you might think oh i'm I'm talking to myself or whatever but just just stick with it you know quiet your mind let him speak Mm. to you um learn the basic prayers you know the our father prayer the hail mary prayer these these kinds of things um and then when you feel comfortable to go on go to a priest a a catholic priest and, and talk to them about you know being baptized or confirmed whatever you might need to do and they'll be able to walk you through it um you know look for a good parish that that suits you uh you know there's nothing wrong with wanting a, a beautiful church over a modern ugly one you know go to the old beautiful one <laughs> if, if that's what you prefer that's that's these things are normal often the latin mass churches are, are i would say a bit better in that regard um
0: yeah but yeah
1: you've got to just take it one step at a time pray and learn pray and learn and you have that that reinforcing both aspects of 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 your brain yeah
0: nice beautiful beautiful i mean i i say just i agree because i'm also still kind of in the beginning steps you know and what i can say to people is that what we said before is that it is definitely a struggle and it is definitely you will have many thoughts but you just have to keep going you just have to keep being firm and do your best and also what I want to say is that it is it is a pride thing, it's an ego thing. And, but when you are able to say that you believe, when you are able to say that like, okay, this is, this is actually that, it, this is the truth, things will start revealing to you. It's simple as that, you know, when you're able to defeat your own self pretty much okay nick so i want to just end with this Uh, maybe it's a bit of a difficult question to answer but Mm -hmm. for people listening what is just the message like in a few sentences that you're trying to put out for people now like the like the final kind of words
1: uh nothing will get better until you turn to god
0: nice that's all i can say beautiful beautiful anyways man let let people know where they can find you
1: yeah so i'm uh uh,
0: what you're going what you have going on you can even talk about a bit about the the press and everything yeah yeah yeah
1: Yeah, yes i'm um i'm at Zenovial on instagram uh and i'm working i post there a bit you know i've i've always (laughs) up and down with my posting but uh at the moment i'm really working on um caroluspress.com That's C-A-R-L-O-U-S. Um hang on, did I spell that wrong? C R C (laughs) I'm spelling my own website wrong. Um C A R O L U S Press.com. I'm making that's a website with that I'm making with the Solar Saxon, Andrew. Um and we've had different contributors writing and doing podcasts for us that are that are in this sphere. So uh, Nature Chad's been on a podcast and we'll we'll get more from him um as well Mm -hmm. as other creators you probably know like uh greater myth i candidus blood and rain letters from the ruins you know these sorts of people and some smaller creators as well like uh valeria great artist Mm -hmm. um and people like people like that principality spirit i might be maybe i'm forgetting someone um but yeah there's gonna be a lot more of that than this is like we talked about right at the beginning of the podcast where we were saying how like the the sphere the initial energy kind of died off but now it's it's going in another direction a healthy direction and we want Carolus press to help uh be a, be a hub for that as well you know got writers like Metabro um on there as well uh and so we're putting all the best thought from the sphere on that website as well we'll be doing um courses podcasts we do live streams of book clubs you know we did a writing workshop the other day uh, yeah. And we've gotten good feedback so far. It's still in very early days. It's only about five weeks old. Um, there's a lot of things we want to do and add to it when we have the time and money. And so we're just, yeah, we're working pretty hard on that right now. So, uh, yeah, head on over to com nice. and yeah. Yeah, man.
0: You you say, you say that, uh, you, you spelled it wrong I, for the half of the podcast, which what I did for you was, uh, I was saying carousel press. <laughs> <laughs> carousel, yeah. Uh, yeah yeah, so you know, my, my, my mistake was bigger. Yeah, yeah. so if, yeah. Um, so yeah, Ed Zinowell, follow him on Instagram, check out his links as well. I'll put everything in the description. And yeah, man, thank you very much for doing this. It was actually an incredible conversation, you know. It exceeded my expectations, and it was really nice to finally talk to, you know. You were, you were like I said, you exceeded my expectations. Amazing conversation, eye-opening conversation for me. And I'm sure that the audience will agree as well. So thank you very much for coming on. And I'm sure that we'll do it once again.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for hosting.
0: I enjoyed that as well. It's really nice just being able
1: to talk about these things and I think move the sphere in a positive direction. And uh, one last thing I just want to say real quick, if anyone listening is looking to come to the faith, feel free to just DM me and I'll I'll help you mm. out. I'm, I'm open to those. So if you don't feel like you you know can't reach out, definitely do that. I'll always reply
0: of course of course well thank you man and much love
1: and much love thank you chad thank you